four days after Thanksgiving in 2023, we did a road trip from Philadelphia and Pennsylvania to Pineda in Florida. That was 970 miles. It was a 20-hour road trip, and we actually did it in Elon Musk's car. It was in a Tesla Model 3. It's Elon's car. <laughs> <laughs> We love road trips. We've been on a lot of road trips together. I think the longest road trip we did was one from Atlanta, Georgia to San Francisco. But what makes it the longest road trip is we first went to LA and then San Francisco and came back to LA. That did not make it the longest road trip. That was just because I had a mental breakdown in San Francisco because he did not take me to Disneyland. So we obviously had to go back. Anyways, that <laughs> was the longest. That is still the longest road trip we've, we've ever done. And also the we, most non-planned road trip we've ever done. True. And we did one from Orlando to Wyoming and back. Mm-hmm. Which was uh, the hottest road trip we've ever done, I think. Because we, we had no AC, right? Yeah, because that was not in a car. We did that in our schoolie when we had it and Mm -hmm. that was a very good experience which we will talk about in another episode but this time we decided to ditch our flight that we had already booked we were like no spirit we're not doing it and instead rent a car to go all the way by car from pennsylvania to florida and it was very spontaneous we just decided to do this two days before the flight so mm-hmm. we literally like went online and looked for cars, found the cheapest one, booked it, and we were like, okay, we're not going to take the flight. Yeah, good for us. Apparently, nobody wants to rent a Tesla except us. So we got a no, really good I rate. I think we, it was just good timing because this is a time when the rental company is having a promotion because I think they bought like a bunch of Teslas, mm. like, like a bulk purchase i mm-hmm. i read online that they bought ten thousand model three teslas mm. in one purchase order mm. so that's why we got it for a really really good price and also there was another reason to it we came to pennsylvania with only one backpack and then we went to the best thrift stores ever in philadelphia and so for the first time in my entire life, I helped <laughs> Summer scan through every single piece of clothing they had in the store. He was like a robot. He was right like a ones. clothing AI. And we ended up spending hundreds of dollars mm-hmm. on her clothing Yeah, and we, at this thrift store. We could have not taken that back with Spirit Airline as hand luggage, so... We had to drive. And for multiple other reasons, that if we had taken the flight, it would have ended up costing us about $500 to get mm-hmm, home. Mm-hmm. So we decided to take the rental car instead, which saved us like three, $400. But we're also really excited because like we said, we love going on road trips. And it's been a while since we went on the last road trip. And also we were very enamored by the idea of renting a electric vehicle for the first time for such a long trip for such a long trip we did a shorter trip before in a tesla model 3 that was from orlando florida to pineda florida and we loved it Mm -hmm. it was actually a night trip and 
I I loved a lot of things about the Tesla. It made driving at night way easier for me. So we decided to do this long trip in a Tesla. And I was expecting a lot of hiccups on the way because I'm used to driving a gas car all the time. And when it's time to fill up, you just pull into a gas station mm-hmm. and you just fill up the tank and hit the road again. Mm-hmm. Whereas in a Tesla, I was reading online that it's... A, it's hard to find charging stations, mm-hmm. and B, it takes a long time to charge. And C, like you, any number of things can go wrong mm-hmm. in a Tesla. And well, we're gonna give you the whole tea. We're gonna give you the whole experience that we had on the long road trip. But I feel like first we need to talk about Elon because it's his car. I like Elon Musk. I like Elon Musk too. I think he's very inspirational mm-hmm. and. And very um, uh, needed for our times. Mm-hmm. He is a man who looks beyond what is already there. He has a huge vision. And I had this moment in uh, in the ashram in India during Hatha Yoga School where we talked a lot about the universe and about creation and about other planets and like multiple realities and all that stuff. And somehow we also talked about Elon Musk in in that whole conversation. And I just felt like he's a pioneer. And Oh, he is. He has a certain wisdom, which not a lot of people have. I feel like he's the pioneer because not only is he a pioneer in one field, like multiple things that people did not even imagine. Mm-hmm. He's a pioneer in that field. Basically, and he made his comics reality. Like, everything he liked as a kid, right? True. That he dreamed of. Yeah, he's just pushing the boundaries of what is possible in the human mind and Mm -hmm. in reality. Things that people did not even imagine possible, he's making it possible. Mm -hmm. And and I feel like he's living the life of multiple pioneers. Mm -hmm. Multiple people in one life. Yes. Multiple, like, very successful industrialist tycoons back in the day he's living the lives of multiple people like that in Mm -hmm. his one life Mm -hmm. and it's just incredibly inspirational and i feel like it's a good thing for humanity yeah but apparently a lot of people don't like him that's true yeah i don't even know why i've never talked to someone who hates him but i think a lot of people don't like him well i think people tend to be put off by his uh, razor-focused mentality mm-hmm. because he's so focused on his goals that he wants to achieve that he disregards a lot of other things. So people might be mad at him because he didn't treat his employees right. or He has like seven wives and 15 children that are called XYZ. I mean, yes. Stuff like that. I I don't really know why people hate him, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I feel like, I mean, that's every billionaire out there has all these issues. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just... They're just not so public, right? And I feel like these are just like personal issues and... Has nothing to do with this rocket. Yeah. The Mm -hmm. products that he's producing and the inspiration that he's given to providing to the people... Mm -hmm. Uh, I think more than makes up for all these shortcomings that people are talking about. I mean, it's crazy bananas to think that he basically wants to turn space travel into air travel, you know, where you can just hop on an airplane, it goes up, it goes down, like how he built a rocket that doesn't break when it lands. That's like so crazy. I mean, to be someone to think 
that is possible. And then in the next step to be someone who thinks I can make that happen. I mean, the amount of positive delusion that he must have is just admirable for me. I think it's amazing because he made it actually happen. Yeah, I mean, to make such things happen, you cannot have the slightest doubt in your mind that it is possible. Yeah. And 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 what could have taken humanity like hundreds of years mm -hmm. basically has been shrunk down, I feel like, yeah. um, by all his efforts and all his companies that he's um, running. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's our little take on Elon. But now let's talk about our 20-hour adventure with the Tesla. So a few weeks ago, I listened to this NPR podcast where they talked about a Tesla road trip. This journalist um, drove the Tesla from New York to Florida, I believe. What? And <laughs> Just like us? Yes. And th this was a few weeks before us. Mm -hmm. And the the whole article or podcast was about how he had so much trouble charging mm. the Tesla and finding superchargers for the Tesla. Mm. And sometimes he would pull up to this uh, supercharger and then it was all occupied by gas cars oh. because they didn't know and like that there were no electric cars around in those places so mm. people would just hang out in these parking spots how do you not know that this is a charger i guess they know ignorant. and then they just <laughs> figured no one's coming was that in florida <laughs> i believe this was more in like georgia or tennessee or something like that uh-huh so I, when I listened to the podcast, I was like, I wish like I could do such a road trip and find out, you know, uh, like if it's really actually true so what they're saying. So did you just manipulate me into going shopping so that you could have a road trip? No, I think it was something like a manifestation <laughs> in progress because I thought about it yeah. and then it actually turned out to be the cheaper way to go from Philadelphia to Florida. That's because we talked about Arnold and the whole manifestation thing started. Yeah, if you haven't uh, checked out that episode, you should definitely check it out. Yeah. Um, it's all about manifestation and creating what you want uh, <laughs> that Arnold has gifted us uh, this process. And Ash apparently manifested our Tesla road trip. So anyways, um, we found this Tesla and we were <laughs> going to pick it up from a Philadelphia airport and bring it down to Florida. Well, we did. Yeah, we did. Um, it was a beautiful Tesla. We got in it and started... We got very excited when we saw it because it's a red Tesla. And we love... We did a little trip with the Tesla before with the Model 3. And we love the big windows, like the panoramic view and just like how much light comes inside. Mm -hmm. And the big iPad that you have. I love the autopilot function they that they have. In our uh mini trip. In the mini trip, I didn't use the full autopilot. I tried the their crew, adaptive cruise control, I think it's called. Mm -hmm. And it was a night drive from Orlando to uh, Pineda in Florida. And it really made the drive um, a lot easier. But that was not this drive. No. So this time we picked up the car at about 11 a.m. And we started driving. So all we had to do... Once we got in the car, was actually in this big display that they have put in the destination. Like I just punched in uh, the town that I'm going to, and the Tesla already knew how much battery it has now, how much battery 
um, it needs to go to the first leg of our journey. And it broke up the journey into like, I think like five different legs. And it had um, all the details for each leg. Like for each leg, when we reach there, how much battery the Tesla will have? How long do we need to charge the car for? And then how much will we have for the next leg once we reach there? So it calculated all these things. So it was pretty much like it did a flight plan. You know, before we, um, before any flight, that is exactly what a pilot does is you got to calculate the distance from your destination to where you're at right now and how much fuel you would need and how much emergency fuel you would need in case something happens, how much uh, weight, you know, are you carrying in terms of passengers and luggage and where you're like how you're distributing the weight. So all these things you have to calculate before the flight. If In case you guys don't know, Ash is actually a pilot. Um, he can fly airplanes, but he has never taken me on a trip with an airplane in our five years of being together. Yeah, I can fly small airplanes, but it's been a while. So I don't want to risk Summer's life um, <laughs> flying an airplane right now. But once I do get some more practice, I can definitely take her with me. Actually, my mom is very excited about you taking me on a trip. She would never let me fly with anybody. Like I used to know boys who could fly in Germany. She would always be like, oh my God, hell no. But with you, I think she really wants, you know, us to fly together. She's no, very excited. Maybe she, she just became wiser <laughs> as she got older. Maybe you're just very... And um, now she's over her fears of flying. Maybe you're just looking more trustworthy than the other people. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's a good thing. That's uh, I I take that. I, that's a good compliment. So you felt like you were entering your airplane when you were entering the Tesla, which is also kind of like how it is, right? In an airplane, in the small ones, you have the glass copula, couple, hmm? the glass bulb. Glass bulb. <laughs> You're sitting in like a window. Right? You can see outside in the small airplanes. I mean, right? you have windows in an airplane. You know how the door is like a window? A window, You know, you can see all the way around. You're thinking about fighter jets. Yeah. Yes, I'm thinking about fighter jets. Yeah. So, a Tesla is like a fighter jet a little bit. Not exactly. <laughs> but it was pretty cool that the Tesla computer like did all the work for you. So... It's just like any other car, like in, in your phone, how you're entering the destination in a GPS. So that's all you had to do. And and the computer did all the work for you. So we started driving and we reached our first destination, which is uh, the supercharger that we needed to go to. And I believe the Tesla had estimated that by this time, we would have about 16% of battery life left. Mm -hmm. And we had... 15 i think so mm. this is like super accurate in terms of like because on the way we use so many things you know we had the air conditioning on the whole time mm -hmm. we were listening to radio we were charging my phone which is a really cool gadget it has like a contactless charger you can just put your iphone there and it gets charged yeah it's super convenient you don't even have to plug any wires into the phone you just place it somewhere and then it's charging which we only realized on this trip last trip we emptied out the phone because we couldn't find the charger plug yeah we could only find usb-c ports <laughs> and we didn't have the right cable we only had the regular usb yeah. cable and i thought man this car sucks bro it doesn't have a charger plug yeah i thought they really um went with apple 
or or Android, mm-hmm. and then they just ditched all the other customers by not giving the regular USB. But they had wireless charging, which we didn't know about. At this time, we used it. Um, so we pulled up to the charger, which the map took us straight to the supercharger. Mm-hmm. And then all I had to do was get out of the car and plug in the 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 charger cable into the car. Mm-hmm. And once we did that, the the computer told us how long it's going to take to charge, uh, to have enough battery to reach the next supercharger. Mm-hmm. Um, so it tells you the price for each unit of current and it tells you how much current you're using right now, how much is being charged. Mm-hmm. Um, it tells you both the electricity amount and the money that you're being charged. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the cool things about the Tesla was it literally planned the trip in such a way that we had to take a lot of breaks, mm-hmm. which for a long road trip is good and bad. So I feel like the Tesla forced us to do something healthy. Like involuntarily, we had to make a lot of stops. Yeah. We would stretch, we would walk around, we would drink water, we would use the restroom, you know? A lot of breaks. If it wouldn't have been for the Tesla charging, we would have just been like, go, go, go. Yeah, you know? which I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing because I feel like when I do the go, go, go mode, mm-hmm. it definitely saves us a lot more time. Yes, but and it feels more like a road trip. This felt more like a parking trip, like a yeah. stop trip. I mean, I mean, so, so, yeah, so it is good in terms of time, but I don't know. I think in terms of health and in terms of how tired you actually feel, mm-hmm. even the next day, I feel like Tesla was way better in in that aspect. Like because you felt it was better for your health to make all these stops? Yes. I mm-hmm. felt like, you know, I I didn't feel like my legs were hurting. I didn't yeah. feel like my knees were going to fall off. Mm-hmm. My back was okay. And because we drove overnight also, like we drove from 11 a.m. till 7 a.m. the next day, I was always so excited when we came to a spot, uh, like a parking spot, because while you're driving, I don't want to sleep so that you don't fall asleep. So, you know, I can help you stay awake. But I was like, oh, yeah, I can take another 20 minute nap here. Mm -hmm. And also I was like, oh, yeah, I can check out another store and buy more candy and, Mm -hmm. you know, buy more snacks and see the toys they have. And and each stop we when we came to like the stop if i felt sleepy i could take a little 10 15 minute nap Mm -hmm. or i could like get out of the car um stretch my legs go and go into the store and Mm -hmm. get some coffee Mm -hmm. and get some water keep myself hydrated i could do all these things yeah i the only thing i didn't like about is is we did not make that decision we did not say oh let's be wise and take a lot of spot stops. It was like the car was demanding us to stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So definitely, uh, one of the things I was surprised about was the availability of the superchargers. Mm-hmm. The superchargers are everywhere. Mm-hmm. I feel like every like decent sized city had superchargers, and even like we even went to a few superchargers that were in the middle of nowhere like it was literally like like one street town with like like two gas stations Mm -hmm. and that's it that's the town it was very very small towns Mm -hmm. like that and the gas station had the supercharger i had heard beforehand that the charging locations are oftentimes in like sketchy neighborhoods 
And so I was a little scared, especially as at night. I was like, oh, God, no, are we going to go to, like, bad places and then we're forced to mm-hmm. be in the car? But apparently, actually, I did not feel like that. I always felt safe. I always felt like there was a Waffle House around the corner or, like, mm-hmm. um, a big gas station. And yeah, I, I think did not feel like it was sketchy. In the whole trip, we charged about six or seven times. Mm-hmm. And every supercharger that we went to was very brightly lit. Mm-hmm. It was always close to a gas station or a restaurant. And there were actually other Teslas charging while we were there. Our Tesla friends were already there. Yeah. Did that make you feel good? <laughs> it did, actually, because I didn't expect there to be so many other Teslas around. Mm-hmm. I thought like sometimes we might go somewhere and be in the middle of nowhere by ourselves mm-hmm. and, you know, be scared. But that was not the case. It yeah. was always other Teslas around. Mm-hmm. And 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 what's also surprising was a lot of these superchargers were in big gas stations, mm-hmm. big chain um, gas stations, like big brand names like Shell, Mobil, mm-hmm. Um, Wawa Mm -hmm. in all these gas stations I did not expect that I thought it was you're either for the gas industry or for the electric industry Mm -hmm. but here you see that the gas stations are working with both Mm -hmm. which is funny because so we were trying to see if we like taking a Tesla for a road trip and a big part of for me a big part of a road trip for me is the gas stations I don't know that's like that's like 20% of the excitement about the road trip because you go to a lot of big uh, gas stations and and sometimes they're really cool and I will always check out what kind of things they sell. Some have really cool toys. I know. Merchandise. I know. Yeah, some have like really good outfits or Mm -hmm. nice trucker hats and nice squishy animals with you know, with big eyes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and like a lot of the truck stops have cool electronics. Mm-hmm. They have like little um, TV sets that you can have inside <laughs> your car. Yeah. Or like little like GPS things mm-hmm. that, that you've never seen before. Yeah. And so that was cool that even though we had a Tesla, we could still experiences, experience the normal gas station fun. You know, I saw a lot of new t-shirts from Simply Southern and I saw there are um, a lot new Beanie Babies out there. Yeah, they had really cool stuff. Yeah. The one thing that was different from going to a gas station as a gas car owner versus driving a Tesla mm-hmm. was that each stop at the gas station took at least... 20 minutes Mm -hmm. and and in some cases we had to wait about 45 minutes yeah so but you said the handling was much easier right handling was much easier like all you had to do was plug in the 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 charger into the car Mm -hmm. and you didn't even have to open your phone or go into an app or anything like that yeah so it was really convenient Actually, more convenient than using uh, a mm-hmm. gas pump because mm-hmm. I didn't have to get my credit card out. Yeah, and uh, you also don't have to hold it, and you don't have to like watch the little like numbers true. go up, and you know, true. Think about the amount and how much gas do I want to put in. You just yeah, they made it really convenient. And when the when the car has enough charge, mm-hmm. you get a message on your on your uh, display that says you have enough charge to make it to the next leg. Mm-hmm. And if you want, you can just ignore that message and and get fully charged to one hundred percent. 
because I think most of the time you only need about 80% charge mm -hmm. to make it to the next supercharger. Mm -hmm. um, we live on a farm right now and we, um, the owners have an electric cart that we're using. It's like a two-seater and we put the grain and the hay on it to bring it to the goats. And so I that one we charged too. And I really felt like it was the same charging experience. Like, yeah, just like... And fancy, you know? Yeah, like it's like charging your phone at home basically. Yeah. You just plug it in and golf cart and mm -hmm. yeah and you wait until you have enough charge and then you can use it mm -hmm. and and everything is automatic your credit card gets charged automatically yeah um i had a thought with the tesla i feel like so with the normal car i feel like i am driving the car I'm making the decision when and where to stop i mean of course i have to have gas but it takes me a long time and there's a gas station everywhere um I'm doing all the driving. If I have a stick drive, even there's like much more going on. With the Tesla, I'm feeling like the car is driving me. The car is telling me when to stop. The car is telling me how to be That's on the true. lane. The car is telling me I need to touch the steering wheel. Like the, the whole time I'm feeling like more the car is in control. The than... car is taking us to the destination. Yeah, like in Knight Rider. Us driving the car. Do you know Knight Rider? I, know, I love Knight Rider. Me too. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember watching a few episodes when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I think they didn't uh, play it on TV all the time. Oh, I loved it. Um, but when they did play it, I loved it. Yeah. 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 So that's like sad that the car doesn't talk to us like a kid did. Yeah. Well, it's basically that, you know, yeah. every kid's dream when they mm -hmm. were growing up was to have a car like that. Yeah. Uh, and I'm pretty sure a lot of the adults were dreaming about that too and mm -hmm. it actually came true with the tesla yeah uh, but the problem with 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 having so much automation was mm -hmm. we had a small problem with our sensors one of our sensors was blocked for some reason i just kept seeing this message on the screen on the display mm -hmm. um that said um your right side uh camera or sensor is blocked mm -hmm. And because of this, what happened was every time we would pass a truck, a big rig, mm -hmm. every time we got close to one, the, the car would suddenly break because I yeah. had it on cruise control the whole time. And, it was horrible. And for some reason, the, the, the car thought that the truck is coming very close to us or towards us. Mm -hmm. So it would always break. And you're like nicely driving, 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 and mm -hmm. suddenly you're like, ah. Oh. Like jolted back into your seat. Yeah, you're going at like 70 miles an hour and all of a sudden it comes down to like 50. And it gave me like have a heart attack every time. Like I was very calm with you driving the whole time. I was like no anxiety or nothing even if I, I was in this like half asleep, half awake state. But when the car broke, I, like put the brakes on, I was so mad every time. Yeah, and I even like checked manually for anything that I could find that was blocking the cameras or sensors outside. Mm -hmm. I couldn't find anything. Yeah. Um, but it kept happening the whole trip. And so then what to, I had to do was yeah. I had to tap on the brake a little bit to disengage the cruise control mm. before we would pass a big rig. Mm -hmm. And then once we are past the big rig, then I would engage cruise control again. Yeah. But I got worried every time we passed a big rig because it was like, oh, don't break. Yeah, so that's something uh, that we need to consider, I feel like, because with so much automation, what happens when one of the sensors 
gets damaged like this. It's like the car thought he was more clever than us, but actually we were more clever than the car still, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, I also tried the, the full autopilot on this car. Mm -hmm. And at first it was pretty cool. Like the car drove by itself mm -hmm. and and it was doing everything. Yeah. It was maintaining the speed mm -hmm. and, and it was looking out for other cars. Mm -hmm. um, and like the lane that we were on, mm -hmm. on the little display started, it, it became like a rainbow basically, mm -hmm. um, which was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, That, that that was telling us that we're an autopilot. But then it kept... I, I, I think it gave you like a command, like hold the steering wheel and do this yes. or that. I think that's a safety feature they added recently. Mm -hmm. I, I think they didn't have that originally. Yeah. Um, so every few minutes, it would say... Oh, turn the steering wheel slightly to the right or put both your hands on the steering mm. wheel. Something like that. And if you don't do it... It disengages it the It disengages autopilot. the autopilot. But it also did it. It also disengaged the autopilot when I when it did do what it wanted me to do. Mm -hmm. I tried doing it, mm -hmm. and then it would just like suddenly like disengage the autopilot. So I didn't want to mess with that. Yeah. I, I also, every time so we like, were we were passing someone, I didn't feel very safe. Yeah. Being on full autopilot, so I disengaged the autopilot and and did cruise control the whole time. I rate the autopilot four out of ten. I think that's fair. Yeah. I would I would give it the same rating. Mm -hmm. I feel like I, I would just need more experience with the autopilot before yeah. I can fully trust it yeah. uh, to make all the decisions. Mm -hmm. um, And it should talk to me also in Night Rider voice. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> And I wouldn't risk it with like a blocked sensor. And yeah. I think it's just not safe to do that. Mm-hmm. But the adaptive cruise control was really cool. It would maintain the speed by itself. And if somebody cut in front of me, it would slow down mm -hmm. enough to follow them. And then if there was nobody in front of me, mm -hmm. it would go full speed um, to the at the speed that I set it on. Mm -hmm. There was one thing, another thing that gave me uh, anxiety. And that was, you know, how the computer calculates When you reach this point, there will be a charger. You'll have so much percentage of battery mm -hmm. and blah, blah, blah. A lot of times it would calculate the trip in such a way that it would say, when you reach there, you'll have 6% battery. So I was like, oh my God, that's freaking me out. What if I don't have six? What if I only have two? What if I don't make it? What if the car is like calculating that's it wrong? True. So I would go in and manually add more stops so that we would charge it at 15%. But that gave us even more times where we had to stop the car the range it needs to be increased in order for the driver to feel quite safe and relaxed yeah because the anxiety like that literally gave me anxiety when i saw that oh yeah. i only have five percent left yeah now what if i go to a supercharger and mm -hmm. it is like what they said in in the NPR podcast, yeah. what if it, what if the charger is down for some mm -hmm. reason, or if all the spots are taken mm -hmm. by other Tesla owners, or what if all the spots are taken by gas cars? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that is not some not that is not a situation you want to be in. Yeah, in a way, it's almost like the car is not trustworthy enough yet. Like you trust your gas car in most situations, but I did not trust Mr. Tesla. 
I was like, bro, I don't think we're going to have 5%. Like, Yeah, because mm-hmm. you can always find a gas station anywhere yeah. you are. Mm-hmm. And you just spend 10 minutes and fill up the gas card. Then you're good to go for and another. And you have a feeling for it, you know. And don't also some people like bring like a gas can? Sure. Like sometimes. You can bring your own gas can. Gas can. And so in like an emergency situation, you can just put your own gas in, you True. know. But in an emergency situation, you cannot put your Tesla in your you know portable charger box you know? i know you don't want to be stranded out there yeah i feel like if i was driving a tesla um that had like a 500 mile range which they do have those mm-hmm. i would have probably felt way more safer and mm-hmm. and less anxiety about the charging situation mm-hmm. but the one we were driving had a 200 a 230 mile range i believe yeah um so that that was that was a little bit inconvenient making so many different stops. On the other hand, though, right now I'm feeling like very like Stone Age people who are like, "Oh, cooking with fire is so much more secure." You know, this electric stoves cannot be trusted. That That's, is true. I feel a little bit like that right now. Like, a, like a hand, just take the hand mixer. Don't trust the electric mixer. Yeah, we're just not modern enough and advanced enough. Yeah, we didn't grow to... up with only electric cars. I think the next generation, if someone if you grow up with like only electric cars around, you'll be like, yeah, that's just how it goes. Yeah, you know? you're used to all the things that come with it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's a great thing. You can drive from New York to Florida without any we like tailpipe those, emissions. Are we the, like those people who are like scared of um, of like the internet stealing all your data and not wanting to sign up for Gmail because yeah, they don't I mean, know your I phone guess number. we are old at this point. No, we are not. We loved it. It's so easy. <laughs> Tesla is the best. Oh, we will only do Tesla from now on. It made me feel very safe and confident. I have a guilty confession, though. What is it? We watched the movie The Blue Beetle. Yes. And in The Blue Beetle, they were they had an advertisement like collab with Toyota. Toyota Tacoma. And they did it good. I was fully brainwashed after that movie. I didn't even like the movie, but I came out of the movie thinking, I want a Toyota Tacoma. I mean, I like Toyota Tacoma. I love it. We rented one the other day and I was like, this is my car. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) So, Elon, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, they just came out with the Cybertruck. Okay, I'll have to test that one. I think if it's one. between Cybertruck and Toyota Tacoma, I mean, I think the Cybertruck is supposed to have a, a range of like 500 miles. So I think that's like a big upgrade. I don't know. I feel like the Toyota Tacoma matches my fashion style more and my identity more than a Cybertruck. I well, can see myself coming out of the Toyota and be like... I think Wait. I would love to have a Cybertruck, mm-hmm. and it's the coolest thing ever. Fine, you can have the Cybertruck. I'll take the Tacoma. Cool. We just need a big garage. Toyota, hit us up. <laughs> Tesla. Elon, we, yeah, send us one. I think I think we'll take. We're, I will we're take open the Cybertruck. Submission. We're open for submission. If you if you put a little bit work in, we'll be we'll be okay to drive it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Another thing that happened on the drive was one time we had to charge the car. I think this was some somewhere past midnight. Mm-hmm. And we didn't really want to charge the car. We wanted to take a nap first mm-hmm. and then charge the car. Mm-hmm. So I went to the supercharger 
but I didn't go into the supercharger spot. Mm. I just went to like a normal parking spot near the supercharger and then we took a nap. Mm-hmm. I think I slept for about half an hour. Mm-hmm. And then. First, before we took the nap, I also want to say it's really annoying if you're napping in your car, you cannot turn off. The iPad. I know. That's so true. freaking iPad turns itself on. I kept turning off the car so many times and everything was nice and like turned off nice and black, nice and dark inside. Yeah. And then, and then you're you, laying down you lay and down and then, and then the thing comes on again. Elon, have you never like slept in your car? Have you never done anything cool? I know, bro. They need, you this? know, we need a sleep mode in the sleep car. Sleep mode, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Make everything dark. Make the make the display go completely off, no mm-hmm. matter what you press, no yeah. matter what you touch. And then put some stars that light up oh, on the glass wall. That would be amazing. Like, like mini light up stars. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. That's what we need. Yeah. So anyways, um, we took a little nap. And the mm-hmm. next thing I know, the screen is super bright. And there's a message on the screen that says... Your battery is getting cold. Mm. You better either get on the road and start driving or you got to plug your uh, plug into the charger mm-hmm. because once the battery gets cold, it's not going to be so efficient anymore. I have no memory of that. I slept. Yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, then we can't just park here and take a nap. We got to go plug this in right now. Mm-hmm. So I... Pulled into the the supercharger spot. You did? Yeah. Mm. And I charged the car for about 35, 40 minutes. Mm. And and then we started driving. Now, before before driving the... Wait, we te- didn't take a nap? Huh? You didn't take a nap? We took a nap when it was charging. Uh. Because after this message, I had to go mm-hmm. plug it in because I didn't want to drive. I still yeah. wanted to sleep for some time. Yeah. So I didn't know this about Tesla that... When the battery gets cold, so like, what do what do what do what are you supposed to do if you live in like a cold place like Alaska or Canada? Like, you need a hammer. No, I think <laughs> uh, maybe maybe people don't take it for such a long. Yeah, I think it would be super risky to take this on a mm-hmm. very long drive if you live in a cold place. Yeah, I mean, it was quite cold in Philadelphia, you know. Not like ice cold. But yeah, like... but but I mean, yeah, I mean that's what we are saying right mm-hmm. now is when when the temperature is a little cold, like yeah. in Philadelphia, then this can happen. Yeah, that's a problem. That's that is a problem. I mean, I mean that's a real concern. Mm-hmm. You don't want the range to suddenly drop from like two hundred miles to like a hundred miles just mm-hmm. because it got cold outside. Mm-hmm. So, how would you rate your um, Tesla experience from one to ten? The seats were amazing, very comfortable. Very comfortable. All in all, I would give it a rating of 7 out of 10. Me too. I give it a 7. So we made it to our destination in Florida at about 7 a.m. the next day. Mm-hmm. And it was good. Would I ever do this trip again in a Tesla? I think I would only do this trip if I can, if I can drive a Tesla that has a 500 mile range, yeah, I think otherwise it's not worth it. I think a gas car would have saved us so much more time. Mm-hmm. Probably four hours was wow. spent just to charge the car. Yeah, 
So I would definitely take a gas car next time. Toyota Tacoma. Toyota Tacoma. <laughs> and, and if, but if they had an electric vehicle that had a 500-mile range, a Tesla that had a 500-mile range, I would also do that. I'm not um, confident enough with other electric vehicles right mm-hmm. now because I don't think they can use the Tesla supercharger network. Oh, so they, they have ha- to go to the... They have other, other EV charger network mm. that we have to make use of. And I think that network is really sparse. Like mm. you cannot find them everywhere like a Tesla supercharger yet. Yeah. So would you consider flying in a Tesla space rocket to Mars? To Mars? Mm-hmm. It's not where he's going? I don't going. think they're, they have that service available yet. Well... It might open up soon. Imagine it's open. I today. don't want to go to Mars. I'm good. I'm good on Earth. Me too. 